0: Hey everybody, welcome to the You Should Know Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. We're back on another Monday. Oh my God, we're doing it, huh? Who would have thought? I know I say this every week, but can we take a second to appreciate... Our consistency here and appreciate all the lovely viewers and listeners that tune in every week and show support. It's the best thing in the world. I'm having so much fun doing this. I know I say this every time, but guys, I promise you, I'm not just like one of these other uh, content creators that just look at you like a number, like, oh, I'm getting this amount of views. Like, I feel like I know some of you. I see the same names, the same faces in the comment section, in the DMs. I appreciate it. And I think that's how we should start this episode right now. You know what I'm saying? How about we get some good cards? going on I think everybody needs some good karma I know I know maybe it hasn't hit from the first episode when you're like I left a comment I subscribe no good karma is coming yet hey Just stack it up. You know we can we can we can supply the bank vault right now of good karma. I have so much beverages on me right now. It's a little early this morning. I decided to record early in the morning. Do I know why? Absolutely not. I was like, let me just get into the studio here uh, and and knock this podcast out. I was really excited to get on this microphone. Normally I don't record early because I'm not a fully functioning human being pre 10 a.m. Right now pre 10 a.m. and I have an assortment of beverages. I got. I got a good flask here. It really keeps the keeps the coffee warm. <laughs> um yeah, but if you're uh if you haven't subscribed already, if you if you look below and you see that, that that subscribe button isn't highlighted, shit person you are. It's all right. We can fix that. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button, join the family. And if you see that comment section and your name is not in that comment section, just say, "Hey Peyton, I'm back." Or "Hey Peyton, I'm new here." That would mean the world to me. We can we can meet each other one-on-one, imano, imano, as they say. Do they say that? Don't know what it means, to be honest. I just hear it in movies a lot, and so I'm going to say it on my platform. And I reply to every single comment. I love getting to know you guys, and it means the world to me. Um, we have a lot to talk about this episode. Let me put this drink down real quick. We have a, a, a lot to talk about this episode. Um, I get a lot of comments Saying, Peyton, where do I buy one of those shirts? Where do I buy one of those hoodies? The ones that you're wearing that say you should know on it. Well, you can go to you should know studios.com. You should know studios.com. It will actually be linked below if I remember to do it. If not, just go over to your web browser, hit that www. You should know studios.com. It will be right there for you. We got shirts, we got hoodies. At the time of recording, we only have a couple of hoodies left. I think two hoodies left. Y'all have been going crazy buying the hoodies. It means the world to me. Don't know why so many people are buying hoodies in the summer. You know, logistically, that doesn't make too much sense to me. Will I question it? No, because it means the world to me that y'all are are buying it and, and, and rocking the merch out in public. But we do have shirts left. We have an abundance of shirts left. It's hot outside. We want to start wearing shirts, all right? So, we got shirts available at studios.com And in each individual package, I write a handwritten letter, a little thank you note to you. I actually write it like it's not like I just have a bunch stacked up. I, I write it like to the order. So, if you want a, a studio shirt, hoodie, go to ushinostudios.com and go ahead and do that. Um, I'm looking at my whiteboard right now and I see. The, uh, the criteria uh, of what to talk about today. And the first thing I really like don't want to talk about because it's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't, it doesn't entertain. It doesn't, it doesn't tantalize my tummy, as they say. It's the Migos broke up. Oh no, right? <laughs> they broke up. No, they didn't. So if you don't know, the Migos is a rap group. I don't know why I talk to y'all like y'all are like 70 years old. I know majority of y'all know what the Migos are or who they are. It's a rap group. It's three of them. Um, one of them unfollowed the other two or the other two unfollowed. There, there was some unfollowing going on. Hey, guess what guys? I'm going to be that guy for you. I'm going to be the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel, the little insight into the, into the creation world, into the industry world. That's called promotion and it's worked. All right. Everybody's talking about it. I'm talking about it. People that are way, uh, have a way bigger voice than me are talking about it. The job is done they did what they're supposed to do they got people talking about it and it led into a new single and so uh i, I don't have insight like i don't know obviously I, I don't talk to the migos don't know them at all but if i were to put a bunch of money on it it is just um promotion they're gonna do this because the last album didn't it wasn't you know received the best by the public so they unfollowed each other, and they're getting people talking about, it and it worked. It's a very, they're a very talented group, and I, I, I hate that this is the new way of marketing that we have to succumb to, to unfollowing each other to get people talking and that kind. Of, but hey, that's the new rollout. That's the new thing. I need to fix this. We need some WD forty on that. Can we do that before we continue? Because I, I move the mic around a lot, and it's a squeaking noise. But um, yeah, that's all that is. And uh, you like, I want to give you all another insight. What used to be the big rollout for, like, musicians and people like that is uh, they would sit courtside at a game. If you ever saw, like, a couple sit in courtside at the game and then it got everywhere in the in the news and the tabloids, all that. Back then it was really, like, magazines and websites. Like, ooh, this couple sitting courtside. That would be for promotion. They would always have an album coming out or something like that or a TV show or a movie. I hate to break it to you guys. Half the shit you see is just promotion. So I'm not going to put too much stock into that whole Migos thing or really talk about it too much. So that's that. Um, I, I get a lot of comments on TikTok and like in my DMs and stuff like that asking me about my NBA takes because, you know, the NBA playoffs are going around and I'm a basketball guy. I love good old basketball, and right now we're in the – Eastern and Western Conference Finals, it's the Heat and the Celtics and Golden State and the Dallas Mavericks. I live in Dallas, right? So obviously, by proxy, I'm supposed to support the Dallas Mavericks, and I do. I'm like, cool. Uh, that would be cool if they win. I don't, I'm not too invested into a team. I'm a LeBron, J.R. Smith kind of guy. J.R. Smith's now in college uh, playing golf, doing his thing. Shout out to J.R. Smith. I met him one time when I was 14 inside of a uh, in Vegas, Inside of a the Nike store in Caesar's Palace. He was a really nice guy. Might not have been uh, completely there at the time, but hey, it's Vegas. Enjoy yourself. Uh, he was a really nice dude. And then I ran to him again the next day and said hello to him. I have a picture of it. I'm gonna put it up on the screen. Yeah, make fun of my anatomy. Yeah, I look like like I am two seconds away from croaking because I haven't eaten. But I I was just I'm just I'm a skinny guy. It's genetics. I can't really control that. Don't make fun of me. But my predictions for the NBA Finals, originally whenever we were going over this, I had the Heat and Golden State in the Finals. I think with a fully healthy Celtics team, they're going to be really hard to beat. So I'm going to switch that to be the Heat, I mean, excuse me, the, the Celtics and Golden State in the Finals. And I just can't see Golden State losing in the Finals. So I think Golden State going to go for another championship um, they're so damn good. They're so hard to beat. Draymond Green is a, is a legend. He's a, he's a hall of famer. Easy. I don't like Draymond Green slander, even like in the height of everybody hating Draymond Green. I was the, I I always appreciated his game Uh, probably because it modeled my game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Whenever I was going like on recruiting visits and stuff like that, um, one of the big things that you know you're getting to know coaches and you're just talking like a bullshit small talk they're like who do you model your game after who do you think best represents the way you play and I would say uh Draymond Green because I was a glue guy I'm not gonna go out there and get you 30 I'm not the most skilled dude but you can't win without me which sounds like egotistical but in the team I played a pivotal role in like a glue guy like I'm very um important to the, to the team. So, yeah, I'm a big Draymond Green fan, and I think Golden State's going to win. So I know a lot of people are, have been asking me, like, who do you think's going to win the finals? There you go. Golden State's going to win. Do I, I, th- I do want to see Jason Tatum get a ring. That would be really sick to see him get a ring because he's he's really good. I think he's one of the best uh, guys in the league. He's fairly young. It would be really cool for him to, to steal one. Speaking of, like, wanting to get a ring – I really, like, I'm not the biggest Chris Paul fan, like, the way he plays and just, like, the, the all the stuff he does, but I, I just, for him, I want him to win a ring. He's he's getting old. It's He's getting close to clocking out of, of basketball, but I, I just really want him to get one. But the Suns shit the bed, didn't they? You saw that they lost by, like, 40 points in Game 7. That's horrible. You know how bad. And then, after the game... The Suns put out a statement on Twitter to apologize for losing by 40 in Game 7. Do you know how bad you got to get beat to put out a PR statement? To be like, hey, sorry for being absolutely awful in front of everybody on national television. That was one of the worst things that I've ever seen. That might be one of the worst like team performances in basketball history. Because they were one of the, the, the best teams in the league. A lot of people had them. Going to the finals and winning the finals. And to get beat by 40 in a game seven, that's awful. Look at me talking while I sit on the couch and I never was successful in basketball. I think that's the fun thing about sports. A bunch of people that can never do what those professionals do. Talking shit about them. That's the part of the game, huh? Um yeah, so that's my predictions for the, uh, for the NBA Finals this year. I don't watch hockey, so don't ask me about that. I know a lot of people are like, ooh, talk about the sticks and the pucks. Not doing that because I don't know anything about it. I hope everybody has a safe, blessed day that plays hockey. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is don't don't question my intelligence. I don't like this thing that's been going around. I've been getting a plethora of DMs, even in person. Like People have been coming up to me asking me, hey, would you like to make a little money on the side outside of what you're regularly making? Oh, of course I would. Of course I would. Who wouldn't? And then they say this. And this is what really twists my titty. Something that I really don't like. Let me find it real quick. I'm going to read this actual thing. And this is a person that like, I kind of know. Right. I got this DM and they weren't hacked. Like normally, like when people send you like you want to make a little extra money on the side, they're hacked. Like it's just like a, they, they click the link and then somebody got into their Instagram. and It's like a bot sending out these DMs to a bunch of people. This person, it's actually them because they were like on their story, like saying it face to face in the camera. This person said, I decided to share this with you because I felt a lot of people can benefit from this and make extra income. OK, great. Thank you for thinking about me. Thank you for looking out for me. In my time of need. A friend referred me to this platform. I invested $1,000 and made a withdrawal of $10,000 within hours. Shut up. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And then they send me this screenshot of their cash app, right? And it has $10,000 just waiting on them. Don't question my intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that to me. That screenshot is in twenty forty the two forty pixels. It's grainy. It looks like you put it in the microwave and then took it out and then sent it to me. That's a that's a grainy screenshot. It looks like you 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 got that screenshot off of a Nintendo 3DS back in 2010 and just put it to my phone. Hey, you didn't make ten thousand dollars off of investing one thousand dollars. Where's the money coming from? Hey, you know what? I hate to sound like I'm being a, a mean person, but you're questioning my intelligence by saying, if I send you $1,000, I can make 10000 back. I know a lot of people are like, this is just like a, they're scamming you, whatever. I know this person and they're a good person. Why are you trying to do this to me. Why are you questioning my intelligence as if I can just send you a thousand dollars and then magically 10 grand is in my account now. And, and I'm supposed to believe you off of a screenshot. Don't question my intelligence. And you know what, how I know you're lying. You work at Panera bread still. If this was real, if this was a real thing, do you think you'd still be having an apron on? No shade to the people that work at Panera Bread. It seems like a great establishment with great workers. You wouldn't be working there still. You wouldn't be working anywhere. If you could invest $1,000, instantly get 10,000 back, that's not how life works. Don't question my intelligence. Now, if you're one of these people that, that are sending this DM out to people, and you're watching this, you'll be like, no, it's true, it's true, Payton, you can. Here's my cash app. You break it down to me. Break it down to me. How that works. Where's that money coming from? Even if it was true, that I could just randomly send you $1,000, and I would get 10,000 back to me, you don't think IRS would be knocking at You Should Know Studios Sorry if that hurt your ears. I might have to mute that. And they would be like, hey, Peyton, we just saw you have $10,000 out of nowhere. Where's that money coming from? You don't think I would be in shackles headed to the federal, federal prison for the rest of my life? I don't trust you. Don't question my intelligence. That's just something that's been bothering me. I w- I, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you do that and it, you, you're saying that it's real, please DM me on Instagram at psh8, or leave a comment right now telling me how that's possible because it's not. There's also something I wanted to try, right? Please. Ah, okay. Sorry. I'm yelling into the mic a lot today. So there's a thing on TikTok, right? And it's these challenges and it's like you do a challenge. So basically you put your face right next to somebody's face and you reply to their video in, like live. And I want to do a lot of these, but it's just like, doesn't go well with my TikTok and I can't do it. So I'm going to do it on the podcast live right now and basically it's this radio dj challenge so basically this radio dj is like hey do you think you can be a dj well here try this challenge you're going to see what it's like at one time i did want to be a radio host i still could do it if you're a radio station listening to this i know there's some companies out here that watch this podcast and listen to this podcast offer me a job we'll see if it works this is going to be my audition right now so this is a radio dj challenge and i'm going to try it live on the you should know podcast. Let's do it. So you want to be a radio DJ, huh? Sure. All right, cool. Time for you to step up to the mic and tell Lucky Caller 9 they just scored tickets to see Dua Lipa. i oh. have a script and a timer waiting for you in three seconds. You ready? be sure? Yeah? Quick, cool. right, okay. Lock. Pound Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. This is the new hits 95.7. Who's this? Okay. Shannon, you and a friend are going to see Dua Lipa at the ball area. You're a caller. Uh, you're Caller 9. Congratulations. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for so much for listening. Uh, Ticket madness continues. I got your Justin Bieber hook up at 5:30 right here on the all new hits 95.7. Okay. All new hits. Um. I uh, I regret doing that. Not only is my confidence depreciated tenfold. It's also, I got an anxiety attack. I wasn't expecting Shannon to scream at me like that. I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. There, I didn't know how much time I had to sage things. I thought I could go at my own pace. I couldn't. I should have practiced. Um, now, if you're a radio DJ and you're listening to this or a radio station, um, please, don't, please don't hold that against me, okay? Yeah, I'm never going to do that again, but let's... Uh, Take a quick little break here in the studio. Let's refill these beverages because it's so early. And then we're going to talk about some stories. I got an awkward Starbucks story, a, a homeless pigeon story, and we're going to talk about some nasty food that y'all eat. So uh, let's take a break and then we'll get into that. I'll see y'all in a second. The You Should Know Podcast. As a kid, I saw something that no kid in this world should ever be exposed to, ever. As a 13 year old kid, I was on an AAU basketball team and every summer our AAU basketball team did one charitable thing, Per year. This year, the team just decided, hey Peyton, you're going to pick what charity thing we do this year. I've always had a thing with helping the homeless, so I decided, hey guys, we're going to go to the homeless shelter, figure out what we need to go do with them. So one day we go to this homeless shelter and we come with a bunch of socks. Apparently homeless shelters need socks. That's the number one thing that they request from people trying to help. So as an AAU team, we all go to this homeless shelter with an abundance of socks. As we get to this homeless shelter, let me paint the picture for you for what type of environment this was. I was a Hooper type of kid, so I always had the nice Jordans on, nice sneakers. A lot of people liked the shoes that I had on, big sneakerhead at the time. So, as we were going into this homeless shelter, a man approaches me, happened to be homeless, and he goes, Hey man, what size shoe do you wear? As an adult, I know that's a red flag, you're in danger, you should never answer that question. I was a 13 year old kid, I didn't know any better. So as soon as he said that, I looked at him and I was like, hmm, size 12? He looks at me and goes, oh, that's my size. As a kid, I wasn't really processing what was happening so I looked at him and this dude was no taller than four foot seven and I was like, hey man, you're not a size 12. That angered that man real quick because he goes, what are you trying to say to me? And I was like, I don't know, you're just not a size 12, you're four foot eight, you're not a size 12. He gets real close to me, and goes, "Run me those shoes. Now I know, oops, I made it oopsie. Luckily, our coach came in, intervened, and defused the situation, got him out of there. But now it's time to go hand these socks out to the people. But while I was having this interaction with the man about his shoe size, I was hearing down the street a weird noise. All I was hearing was meep, 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 meep. At the time, I really wasn't paying too much attention to that because I was about to get robbed. But all I was hearing was that meep. And I was real curious, who kept yelling meep? So as we're going down the line one by one, handing these socks out to the people in need like good Samaritans we are, that meep sound just kept getting louder and louder. Just meep, meep, meep. I was desperately confused at this time because who keeps yelling meep? As we're going down the line, it's my turn to hand the socks to somebody and as I hand the socks to this woman, I look at her and she has a leash in her hand. It's not like a regular leash, it's one of those really skinny long ones and I'm like, okay, what is that for? As I look down this leash, this woman has pigeon on a leash. I kid you not, this woman had a pigeon on a leash. All perception of reality that I had in my brain as a small 13-year-old child is now flipped on its head because I have never seen a pigeon on a leash. Where did you get that from? How do you manage to grab a fowl out of the air, domesticate it, put a leash on it? this woman belonged in the u.s military for her skills and precision to be able to grab a bird out of the air domesticated put a leash on it you ma'am are very talented come to find out this was the woman yelling meep she goes into her pocket and pulls out an assortment of snacks she had seeds lettuce corn whoppers she was trying to feed this assortment of snacks to her domesticated pigeon and she was yelling eat 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 ma'am that pigeon doesn't know what its life is right now you have it on a collar how did you manage to do that do you understand how crazy that experience is that i almost got robbed 30 minutes ago and now i'm witnessing a woman having a pigeon on a leash and having an abundance of snacks coming out of her right pocket no 13 year old kid should ever experience that ever i think i had one of the worst starbucks experiences known to mankind i go to my local starbucks get in line to order as one normally does as i get to the front of the line to order my drink i do the regular i'm like hey can I get a vanilla latte with soy milk please? I'm lactose intolerant that's why I go with the soy milk. If I get any kind of dairy into my system it's bad news for everybody. The person taking my order had the nerve to look at me and go are you sure you want the soy milk? The drink tastes way better with the regular milk. I'm thinking okay thank you for your suggestion but I think it's better for everybody if I go ahead and get the soy milk. I don't want my stomach being obliterated anytime I try to enjoy a beverage. Let's just do the soy milk. She looks at me again and goes ah are you sure? The regular milk tastes so much better with that drink. Why are you trying to make life decisions for me right now? I know what my stomach can handle. I want the soy milk. Now I'm getting anxious because I already don't like ordering in front of people. Now I feel like everybody behind me is watching me order and I got a nice sweat going down my lower back. How about we just go with what I asked for? She goes, okay, what size would you like? I'm like, all right, we've gotten past stage one. I'll do the medium, please. She goes, we don't have that. All right, that's fine, I'll do the large. She goes, do you mean the grande? You knew what I meant when I said that. Why are you doing this to me? You knew what equated to the medium. Why are you making things so hard for me? You see that I have a nice sweat formulating and I'm not having a good time. The right leg is starting to shake. I'm already anxious. I want the soy milk medium, please. You've been here longer than me. Let's just figure it out together. How about that? She goes, okay, vanilla latte, soy milk. Medium size. What did I do to you? What's happening right now? She goes, okay, what's the name for the order, sir? Good, I can do that one. My name's Peyton, the order is for Peyton. So now that I'm done with that hell of an experience of ordering that drink, it's time for me to go wait in the waiting area with the rest of the people, waiting for their drinks to get brewed up. As I'm waiting, all I hear from behind the counter is, Devin, your drink is ready. Okay, that's not me. My name's Peyton, I can figure that one out. She's not talking to me. I kid you not, this woman yells out Devin six times in a row, each time getting louder and louder. I'm like, whoever Devin is needs to figure this out. On the seventh time of her calling out this name, she makes direct eye contact with me and goes, Hey, Devin, you're the one that wanted the soy drink, right? What are you saying to me right now? What did I do to you? What it, what went wrong with us? Now everybody in this establishment thinks that my dietary issues are a part of their daily problems now. So I just go up to the counter, grab my soy drink, and as I'm walking out, I'm anxious already because I don't like what went on. As I'm walking out the door, I drop the drink in front of everybody. It is one of the biggest splatters in the world. I am having a hell of an experience inside of this Starbucks. Normally I would go and clean it up with everybody, but I needed to evacuate the premises as fast as possible, so I just beelined it out of there and went to the different Starbucks down the road. I don't know why I deserve to go through that inside of this Starbucks. Coming off of that story it just reminded me of something. I just do not understand why people like crawfish so much. The ROI on crawfish is just simply not high enough. I shouldn't have to work three and a half minutes to unfold this crawfish to get a kibble bits size of seafood into my system. It's just not worth it. And if you think about it crawfish is nasty. You're eating the crickets of the sea. If you're out here getting mad about what I'm saying right now you're like what? Crawfish is the best. It's one of the best experiences ever because you get to work for your food than eat it. You know what? How about you go outside to a street corner? pick a cricket up off the street and go and boil that. That's the same thing you're doing. You're just doing the aquatic version of that. I just simply do not understand the fundamentals of having to work so hard to get this amount of meat. That's not gonna plenish me. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna do anything for my system in the long run. I remember in high school, I was dating this girl and her family was huge into crawfish and they invited me to their crawfish boil because they knew I've never really had it before. So I'm like, okay, I'll go and try new things. I'll go to your crawfish boil. As I go to her house, they're doing the whole thing. They put all these critters inside of this basket, put into the water or whatever it is, and all the steam goes up. After they're done cooking it, they throw it all onto the table. Now it's time to enjoy this crawfish. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I just saw a bunch of Mr. Crabs just sitting around me. I was like, all right, how do we get into this? How does this work? I go ahead and grab my crawfish and I'm just looking at it with its antennas, looking at me, I'm like, oh my God, I'm looking at a cockroach right now that just came from the underworld. They're like, you just have to peel the shell off then you'll get to the meat I'm like okay That's not really functional, but I'll do that. Sure, why not? I'm here to enjoy the experience. So I start to manufacture this crawfish, pulling off limbs, pulling off its backbone. I'm like, oh my God, my fingers are hurting now. My joints are starting to get stuck in one position. This better be the best tasting food that I've ever had if I'm about to work this hard for my food. As I'm doing manual labor to enjoy cuisine, I finally get to the slab of the meat and I pull it out. And I kid you not, the amount of meat that I got out of this crawfish fish was no longer than a toenail and I'm like okay what is the point of this I begin to digest this crawfish and I'm like that's it that's the apex of this story that's why we're all working so hard sitting around this table you know what that does it just doesn't make sense to me like that's like going to a steakhouse and they just throw the slab of raw meat on there and like you figure it out I don't wanna do that. Give me the crawfish, but a stack of it after it's already unpeeled and ready for me to eat. Just put it on a plate for me. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, it's about the experience. You're supposed to enjoy peeling it and getting to the meat and then eating it. I just don't understand that. How about you just put it all on the table for me, ready for me to eat? You know what I'm saying? That's like you going to McDonald's and you want some French fries and they just hand you a whole potato and they're like, you deep fry it. And then all you get out of it is one little single string of French fry. It's just not worth it, is it? It tastes great. Just not worth it. I don't understand crawfish. I know I'm about to get attacked for saying that, but hey, I like what I like. You like what you like. I just don't get it. I'm so nervous about putting this episode out because I just had a lot of hot takes that I'm sure not a lot of people are going to agree with, and I'm going to get some mean comments. So I'm going to need y'all to defend me. But uh, this was a great episode, episode nine of the You Should Know podcast. Um, next week, we're going to have Cam back on the show. It's going to be really fun. We're going to pull a prank on him. Ooh. And don't worry, he's not going to see this because we're recording it tomorrow, so... By the time that this is out, we had already recorded. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for watching the You Should Know podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Leave a comment. Oh, you know what the deal is. If you've made it this far into the episode, you get the secret code. If you weren't here last time, if you just stuck to the end this time. At the end of each podcast, I like to do something for the loyal followers that stuck to the end. Do you see this piece of hair that's just back here? All right, we got to figure it out. But I like to do something with the loyal followers that stick to the end. And watch the full thing, because those are the people that love it the most. They support me the most. You know what I'm saying? So I like to have a little secret comment with them, and only us understand it. Only me and you, mano Imano, mano, like I said at the beginning. That's my new thing. Mano y mano, we're going to do that. Should that be the secret code? That's going to be the secret code. I don't know how to spell it, and I want everybody to spell it differently. I think that's going to make it more fun, people just spelling it weird and wrong. Because I probably am saying it wrong. So if you're sticking to the end, the secret code for this podcast is mano y mano. Go ahead and leave that in the comment section. I love you guys so much. I'll see you next Monday. Be sure to follow me on all socials. Um, If you want to be a part of the podcast, you can DM me on Instagram, send a video submission and your face will be right here and you'll be a part of the podcast. Um, I love you guys so much. And remember, one out of 10 koala bears don't make it home to Christmas. I'll see you next time. Damn it, I messed up. I didn't get
1: it this time. It's all right. We'll try next time. I love you. See you. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time test to gift around.